You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 22 years and has taught worldwide in over 32 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the third season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Hi everyone, this is Anna Brand, and I'm coming to you on this podcast from Norwalk, Connecticut. Yes, this past weekend, I worked in New York City all weekend, and one of my students who was at my academy invited me to her home to teach a workshop. Mondays are usually my day off to stay at home and recharge, but sometimes I do some traveling on Mondays as well. Alex is here with me, and we decided to record our podcast from Velasca Martin's home. She has a home studio that's amazing. I'm so impressed when I come to people's homes. It's not that often. And I see an amazing studio. It's not that big, but it's perfect. How fun to be able to just walk down the stairs and go create in your home. I think it's fascinating. She has a beautiful home studio. And if you follow me at all on social, you'll see some of my lives and Alex is going to record her studio in the morning. And, you know, today we're going to talk about the fact of time because we were having dinner with Valeska and her husband. And after dinner, we realized we should have probably just recorded the whole dinner kind of called it dinner with Anna because it was just one of those amazing conversations that are really nice to have with like-minded people. Remember those back in the day when you would have dinner conversations and, you know, Alex and I travel all over the world and sometimes we'll be super quiet in our travels and other times we'll just have a really pleasant dinner conversation. Tonight, Alex and I were able to have a dinner conversation with Valeska and her husband and it was nice. It was comforting to talk about things about parenting and work and, you know, business and just who we are. And I encourage you, if you haven't gone to dinner with like-minded people, whether it's in a home or out, do it, do it because it's, Um, To me, it's something I value. I think with, you know, COVID and everything happening and, you know, being in our homes for so long and, you know, dealing with failures of relationships and businesses, we can tend to just kind of close ourselves off, right? It's easier to just close ourselves off and just stay home and not open ourselves to other people around us. But I think that Once you open yourself to other people and allow them into your world and have a conversation, it brings you back to what truly matters. One of the topics of conversations tonight was time. You know, time is a commodity, not a luxury. And it, to me, it becomes a luxury when it's earned by hard work. And we were talking about this at dinner and it can relate to so many things, you know, trying to lose weight, trying to get in shape, trying to get more sleep, trying to have a beauty routine, um, trying to, in photography case, get your editing done, trying to spend more time with people that matters, doing your billing, your payroll, your bookkeeping. How many things do you tell yourself, keeping up with the laundry, putting away your clothes? I just don't have time. How many times have you said that? Oh, I just don't have time. We all say it almost every single day. You know, I looked up the definition of a commodity, and a commodity is something useful or valued, one of the definitions. It's an alternative term for an economic good or service available for purchase in the market. So if I say that that time is 
a commodity. It's, it's something that's valued, right? It's something that's valued. That's the way we have to look at it. And we value our time, right? Don't we? So when someone says, hey, why isn't this done? Or I know you're busy, but I need this. And we're not doing it. We say what? We say, well, I just don't have time. What we're saying is, I just don't want to do it. Let's be honest. We're saying we just don't want to do it. I am super guilty of this. I am a queen procrastinator. And I had a whole conversation about this with my son recently that, you know, he loves to do video, but he was like, mom, the editing is just brutal. Who wants to sit there for hours? And I'm sure editing video, I don't edit video, but I'm sure editing video is brutal compared to editing photos. It's hours and hours and frame by frame and and color grading. And I, I don't even know. It's not even my language. But in the little that I've talked with him and Alex, I know it's a lot of hours in reviewing the footage. Whereas, you know, editing can get a little tedious with photos as well, but it's it's a very time-grueling process. And, you know, as creatives, we want to create. We want to, oh, shoot that video, you know, shoot the photos, be involved with the client. It's It's the best part of the job, right? But then we've got to go and edit. And some people will say, oh, but the editing is the best part. That's where it all comes to life. And we know that, but then we go to sit and do, we're like, oh, we're doing it at three in the morning and we're exhausted and our heads aren't there, right? So we say we don't have time. And then we have to do things like do our laundry and put it away. Who has time for that? Organize our closets. Who, who has time for that? Bookkeeping. Oh, that's brutal. That's hours and hours and hours. And you could go on and on and on down the list. But don't we get things done for things we have time for. You know what they are. You all of a sudden have time to run to Target to get mascara and two hours later your cart's full and you've come out with all kinds of things at Target that were not on your list because all you really need to do is get mascara, but you don't have time to put away your clothes, right? And so it's, it's we have time to do the things that we want to get done, right? We're all kind of a little bit guilty of that. Procrastination is real, and many times we procrastinate because we know how much time a task will take, and we just don't want to do it. But sometimes getting that task done will make us so much happier. So how do we get over the lack of time, or how do we get over using the lack of time as an excuse? Well, one, we need to stop making an excuse. My clients will always email me and say, and I know you're busy, but dot, 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 where's my order? When's it going to be ready? And I don't want to be like, I'm so sorry I was in Dubai or I'm so sorry I was in Canada. They know that. So I usually just will be like, okay, it'll be ready here and there. Give them an expectation rather than excuse. I don't, I don't like giving excuses. People know I'm busy. Of course I'm busy. I choose to be busy, but I don't want them to think that I'm so busy. I'm not paying attention to their order because many times I am, but I just maybe you know, put it at a later slot for what I'm working on. So I really think you need to just don't make it an excuse, number one. Number two, you need to decide what needs to be done and what is vital. For example, paying bills is important. Your electricity to make sure it doesn't get turned off or other bills. We we make the time for that, right? Or, or we get the call from the you know company saying, if you don't pay it, it's going to be shut off. And they're like, oh, shoot, I better make the time, right? 
So we need to remember that we ultimately have control over our life. And the faster we take control, the quicker success will become, right? So if we relate it to our business, we need to set aside time to work on taxes, pay the bills, create our marketing material. We need to learn and understand time blocking and dedicate certain days or hours to work on things. With that being said, we want to kind of have work-life balance. And really all work-life balance means to me is that you have control. When you have little kids, to me, there is no work-life balance from zero to five. It's just not possible. I just, you're surviving. So if you have little kids, you just had a baby, you have toddlers running amok or you're homeschooling. To me, under five, cut yourself a break. You're in survival mode and you're just trying to do the best that you can. But what you want to do is try to set some sort of schedule. For example, if you know that, you know, the kids are going to need you at a certain time, maybe you wake up a little bit earlier, maybe you go back to bed a little bit later, but you try to carve out a little bit time for you because, you know, we know you're when you're on a plane, they say, put the oxygen mask on you first. You need to take care of you right? For me, it's, you know, taking my vitamins and trying to make sure that I get sleep. And mind you, I'm running on three days with no sleep. So right now, I'm all I'm thinking about is how can I catch up on my sleep for the next week? So you need to understand that you do need to take care of you, um, but not everything needs to be done now. There's a lot of people in my life that are that want something done at a particular time right now. And maybe that's not urgent and not critical and it'll get done, but maybe not right at the moment that they need to get it done. And, and that's okay. Other people's timelines don't necessarily have to be your timelines as long as you set the delivery and expectation. But you do need to understand that if you're deciding not to make the time, is it something you really want to do? right? Working out. Let's, let's use that as an example. Many times people force themselves to go to the gym or do something to work out that they really don't want to do. You know, you ever hear people say, well, I'm not really a runner, but I'm going to go run. Well, if you're not really a runner, why go run? Maybe, maybe go do something else that is more exciting to do. For me, I like working out in a trampoline. It's called urban rebounding, and I love it. I had read years ago that two minutes on a trampoline can clean your entire lymphatic system. For someone like me that struggles with immune issues with blood and iron, working out in a trampoline helps me because it's really hard for me having a lack of iron to you know, run on concrete. So rather than torture myself and go run on concrete or go try to hike a mountain where it's really hard for me to do because my iron levels are low. Urban rebounding is something that's easy to do, which is working out on a trampoline. It's less taxing on your body and it produces pretty good results when you do it consistently. So rather than forcing yourself to do a workout that you don't really enjoy, find a different workout that you do enjoy. And then you'll find that you'll make time for it because you actually enjoy doing it. Also, outsource. We've talked about this before, but decide uh, something that you don't want to get done. Let's use laundry for an example, and it's time-consuming and boring, and nobody wants to do laundry. You can outsource your laundry, and you can do it with someone that that's their sole business. So I outsource my laundry now. Uh, for the studio, someone, a service comes and picks up the laundry. And when they deliver it the next day, it's folded and ready to go. And my assistant only has to put it away. 
Now, would I love a washer and dryer in my studio? Yeah, but is my assistant's best use of her time doing laundry in my studio? No. So why not use a laundry service in which I can outsource someone picks it up and drops it off and then all my assistant has to do is put it away. It's far more satisfying to outsource and be able to have the luxury of adding to your time for something that you don't want to do. It's like having a housekeeper, you know, just paying someone to come in for an hour or two a week clears up hours of your time. It's going to take you twice as long with interruptions and other things. And you can bring someone in that knows what they're doing and cleans and takes the burden off of you and then gives you a little bit more time back in your life, right? So, you know, we tell our kids, you know, so many things that we want them to do, like clean your room or other things, and they just don't want to do it. Why? Because they could be playing with their friends or playing video games or watching TV, but who wants to clean the room? But when they do clean the room, they feel so much better because they come in the room and it's all clean. So you could say, let's set aside time to clean our room. It doesn't have to be done all, all the time, but maybe once a week, we set aside an hour or two. Maybe you help them. Maybe they put on music or something give them little organizing bins or something. And then what I'll end up doing is it'll become a habit and they'll realize that they enjoy a clean room and it'll just become a part of their life. I think the idea is that we want to take control. Our life doesn't always have to be controlled or taken over by circumstances. Oh, I've put on weight because I was ill or I've put on weight because of this medication I was on or because I'm traveling a lot and eating the wrong foods. And that excuse will only go so long till you just start feeling uncomfortable in your body and you want to do something about it. So rather than complain or make excuses by saying you don't have time, carve out a 20-minute workout in your day and just doing 20 minutes a day will literally change your life and over time realize that you can't go a day without it. But if we don't try to do little things here and there, it doesn't become a habit. And then we realize, well, we never made time for it before. Why would we have time for it now? Like, why do some people get things done and others don't? Is it that they're just more highly motivated? Is that they're just more able to get things done? Or is it that they've just made a conscious choice that they're going to be in control of their life? They have a schedule and things get done, right? It's not that one person is better or the other. To me, it's just making a conscious choice myself included. There's a lot of times I just don't want to do certain things. I outsource my bookkeeping. I actually really like bookkeeping. I went to school for accounting. I love crunching numbers and put me in a room alone and I'm good, but I don't have time for it. So rather than keep saying, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time and my accountant going, where's your bookkeeping? I can just hire a service that handles my bookkeeping for us. And then I can bug my bookkeeping service to give the reports to my accountant much easier. It's about self-control, it's about conscious choices, and it's about making sure that you don't let the wind just sweep by your day, that you sit there and say, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and you actually do it. You make a conscious choice and a decision, delegate what you need to do, and schedule what matters. Now, it all sounds easier when we talk about it, whether it's a dinner conversation or with friends or we get motivated or buy new workout clothes or join a gym. And there's going to be times where you're traveling or there's work and you just don't have time to do it. Don't beat yourself up. But when you do have time and then the next moment when you're maybe sitting on the couch a little bit longer than you should be or snoozing that alarm a little bit longer than you should be or 
editing maybe a little longer than you should be, stop what you're doing and say, you know what, I'm going to go and do this item that's on my list that I normally don't have time for. Because when you do, you'll feel so much better having it done and you'll come into a clean room and clean clothes in your closet and items that are crossed off your to-do list. And you realize that you do have control over your life. And every single day, we should try to make a conscious choice to make one thing just a little bit better than yesterday. So that's the scoop. Hopefully this podcast will give you an idea of some ways that you can probably delegate or outsource some of the things that are bothering you or weighing you down freeing up some of your time and bringing back that luxury of commodity. I'm Anna Brent. Thanks for listening. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrandt.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at annabranteducation.com.